This is our podcast. <laughs> Damn it. How do we start? Whatever. I just say welcome to talking to myself. Yes, that's it. <laughs> but okay. you can say whatever you want to say. Welcome to talking to myself. <laughs> our podcast where we read self-betterment books and we summarize them for you. This is one of our off episodes where we are talking about how we apply some of the themes we've learned in previous readings to our real lives, just to show you that, you know, you these can things do are transferable. It. Yes. I'm Elizabeth Meyer. And I'm Elizabeth Monson. And we are going to talk about a pretty similar principle today. Unless you changed yours. No, I didn't change mine, but I think it might go in a different direction. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about yours first. Okay. Mine first. So... Uh, I incorporated a theme from a recent read, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Just dropped another F-bomb. Sorry to have to do it. Uh, So this book is all about identifying the few things you give a fuck about and caring about the things that are of trivial meaning or of little importance to your life. And um, one of the ways that you can sort of strive towards achieving your values is to just literally do something. So I'm going to talk about the do something principle this week, which basically is saying that if you are struggling to be inspired or to um, feel really motivated by your work or something that you have been trying to achieve, then you can set some sort of achievable parameter that's just really structured around doing, acting, executing, and therefore your measure of success is such that you really can't set yourself up to fail. And failure is what makes people feel really shitty. And yeah, doing failure something, sucks. Failure sucks. But doing something towards achieving your goals is what makes you want to do more. So this week I did something. I will say I've been in a little bit of a funk lately. Um, so like sort Just of like no motivation. No motivation. I also endless introspection. I so so basically I have been I have been thinking about why I'm in a funk a lot. It's yeah. the human condition to not only have thoughts but then to also analyze those thoughts on end. Right. I learned that from the happiness trap, another one of our books. Yeah, aren't we lucky? <laughs> Yeah, go humans. Yeah. So I think one of the reasons that I've been sort of in a funk lately is I I started a consulting business about Mm -hmm. a year, a little over a year ago. And my first year was just like my goal for success there was like start the business, just get people to hire me, Yeah. anything. And I kept telling myself as I started working with really amazing clients and doing really fulfilling projects that I was getting a better sense of the types of things that I wanted to work on. Which I was. It's all true. And recently, because I was hitting my one-year mark and I wanted to set some goals for my progress, I decided to sort of hone in on exactly what things I was really gravitating towards in terms of projects and to stop accepting things just because... It's money. It's money. Uh, which is really like a realistic part of starting a new business. Like, yeah, get paid, stay afloat. Yeah. Um, but also, I did this for um, some personal reasons, too. Like, I, I was working at a really big company, and I had a stock package, and yeah. was, things were pretty safe for me. So I wasn't really doing this just for money. Um, so I started to identify the things that I wanted to make 
sure that I said yes to and others that I said no to. And that means sort of scaling back on the work that I'm accepting Mm -hmm. and also working on some projects that are really just all about me and my business. I think it's really hard to stay motivated when you are your client. Yeah. So I've been having a really tricky time getting my website live. Specific example. Right. Like, do you almost need to, like, have a peer mentor who, like, holds you accountable to these things? Yeah, so that's what I did. I can't believe you just said that. So, well, so I decided that I was going to start working on this this business with a friend of mine who I've been Mm -hmm. working with projects, on with projects for the past year. Someone I really trust and has like a, a super complimentary skill set. And because we've worked on projects together where we've had very tangible deadlines, we set some deadlines for ourselves yeah. so that we could actually work on this. So that's been super help, helpful. Um, but also I've been so paralyzed by analyzing how I need to go about executing this because you know, websites and branding and content strategy and creation are all things I offer. Right. So if so I don't if do it well on my own website, it's sort of problematic. So today I just said, okay, I'm just going to do something. I'm going to start writing. And I said I was going to write the header text for my homepage. Mm-hmm. And that seems like super simple, but... Um, as soon as I got into it, I started writing things for my landing pages, too. So do cool. something. I did something today. So Yeah, that's awesome. And basically, like, whatever, it's like action causes motivation and more action. It's super hard to get off your butt, but once you do it, the motivation is more likely to strike you. Like, it's very hard to just in a vacuum have motivation to do something and then get up and do it. Yeah, totally. And I think we're also wired to think that our actions have to connect to some sort of direct benefit. Right. Like you want to think that it's going to produce something good if yeah. you do it. Yeah. And I mean, in this case, chances are having a website will be a really nice biz dev tool. And I will be able to be more picky about the clients that I take on. But also it's not the same thing as having a project with a deadline where you turn it in, present it, and then collect a paycheck. So it's just like changing what your values are a little bit too, where like in one situation, you make sure to get something done because it's your business and you're going to get paid. Yeah. And in another, you're like, no, this is one step closer towards what I was hoping to achieve when I started out doing this. Right. Also, like the first words you write might end up being your header copy or... You might rewrite it, rewrite, rewrite it ten times, but that's okay. Yeah, just the action of getting started. Yeah, you have is to get started enough. And then also, whatever you do is successful because mm-hmm. your only goal was to do something. Yeah. So that's nice too. Cool. Well, yeah. I'm so glad that you got started. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Are you feeling more motivated? I am. I t- I had an, I had a good day. I got a lot done today. Nice. That was only mildly convincing. Well, it's Monday. <laughs> okay. So there's that. <laughs> and you started this today. Yeah, and I started this today. So I'll, I'll let you know in a week. Okay, cool. So which of our self-help, self-betterment, management threads did you integrate into your life? So this one is very more, it's life-focused. Well, yeah. Okay, this one is life-focused. So I love a to-do list because I'm very type A and I like crossing things off. 
like I'm a total believer in the idea of adding something to your to-do list that you've already done just so you can cross it off because it's very satisfying. Do you do that? Totally. And my to-do lists are all physical. I have to handwrite them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have like six, which isn't no, no management book would tell you to have a physical to-do list, one on your phone and a certain app, one on your computer and a different app, and then also one in Google Docs. Okay. So hopefully you're going to tell us about how you're rectifying this process. Actually, I'm literally not. I kind of like having all the different ones because then I go through like once a week and consolidate them and then they like bloom anew and then I consolidate again. All right. Anyway, so it's all part of the process. It's kind of working. It's fine. That's not, it's not recommended, but also not my worst problem. But so I, my to-do list has been getting pretty long and it's been kind of stressful for me and I haven't really been doing anything on it. This is my personal to-do list, which is like do my laundry or like get new frames for this art that's been sitting around forever or plant. <laughs> my problems are very bourgeois. So like <laughs> replant my garden or <laughs> literally die. <laughs> yes. It's very stressful for when you actually plant your garden because you want to make sure you're reaping the benefits anyway. Haven't it's been time. doing any of it or like, booking tickets for trips I'm taking, which I like know I'm going to take. I just need to book the ticket or what have you. Um, And so I haven't really been doing much of it because in my mind I need to do all of it, which has been very unsuccessful for me. Um, And so for the past two weeks, I've been training myself on a new habit, which is basically to think like if I cross anything off of my to-do list, that's a victory and I should feel good about it. And I've actually been getting so much more done with that strategy instead of feeling like I have to do everything. I'm just doing the things that like either I can do or are most important. And then if I don't do something, it's fine. I just add it to my to-do list next week or it's not something I really cared all that much about anyway. I mean, so in the beginning of this episode, I said that we were both going to talk about how we yeah. use the do something principle. You thought yours might take a different course. What do you think? Well, what are you relating this to? I don't think it's that hard for me to get motivation to do things because I always do a lot. And mine is more personal than business related. Whereas like I think for business, it is often harder to like bite into that project that needs to get started. Um, I think mine is more of like retraining my habit of like making endless to-do lists and not, and being too like intimidated by them. And also retraining yourself to better understand your what metric. success. Yeah. Success. Yeah. It's basically like retraining my success metric into cool. like just I thinking that. that anything is helpful. But I mean, you do to-do lists for professional things too, right? Yes. Yeah. That's where just I have like to-do four. lists are life. To-do lists are life. Yeah. Love a to-do list, like crossing something off. Another thing is just also like tapping into things you like to do when you were a kid which we often read about in books. Um, And I bought a drawing pad, and I did, like, a learn-how-to-draw video on YouTube. Cool. Well, that's great. Yeah. Learning things, using them in real life, it's what we're all about. Yeah. I don't don't know what book that came from, though. I mean, doing things you like from childhood. That's been in almost every book. Oh, Luna is the one I think about the most for that one. But I think I'm trying to create a new habit loop for myself. So if I do anything on my to-do list, I'm trying to think of that as a reward. 
but I haven't had a tan like tangible reward for myself. Yeah, so do we remember the exact habit loop? It's a cue, a reward, and a craving. So you need to create some sort of a craving in that process for you, which is maybe just like a pat on the back. Yeah. I'm good about getting it done. Yeah. I think the craving is just like feeling successful and not instead of feeling like a stressed out failure. That's great. It's all yeah. perspective. Yeah. Create new habits, habit loops. Cool. Love it. All right. Here's to more successful new habits. Chin chin. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.